0: On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This This is Newstalk. And we'll begin with the Irish Daily Mirror this morning, which is continuing what's happening after the migrants were found at Rosslare Harbour. The headline on the Mirror, Hide and Seekers, at least eight of the 14 migrants found in a lorry at Rosslare Harbour on Monday have now disappeared. The men, women and children from Iraq, Iran, Turkey and Vietnam survived suffocation by punching a hole in the refrigerated trailer uh, but eight vanished after being sent to Dublin and as we heard on the news they're not being sought by Gardaí because they haven't broken the law. I'm sure there will still be questions as to how people can just go missing in Ireland though after arriving. The Irish Daily Mail cap building of hotels and office blocks. The story here that building houses needs to be prioritised over building offices and hotels, and a cap or tax on non-housing construction. This should be considered given the shortage of homes, according to a report Commissioned by the government, it's an ESRI study. We'll have more on it on News Chuck Breakfast this morning. But essentially, suggesting that the construction industry would be incentivised to divert its focus to residential building, stop building uh, offices and hotels, put the focus back on housing, uh, and you do this by putting a limit on the number of commercial buildings awarded planning permission each year. The Irish Independent main story: there is no Ukrainians to be sent home before the war ends. These are comments made by Taoiseach Leo Radker who has said that no Ukrainian refugees will be sent home until the war is over. The Taoiseach says he can't envision sending anyone back to Ukraine until it's safe uh, and he's saying and if you look at your TV screens uh, anyone can see it's not safe. Uh, Leo Vradker said obviously there are some parts of the country where the war is still raging every day and other parts of Ukraine where they are subject to intermittent rocket attacks. The Irish Examiner on the front page has more on the public sector pay talks and the unions are going to seek better public pay offer when the talks restart we don't have a date do we on when those talks are restarting but when the talks get underway unions say they're going to seek a significant improvement on the offer made by the government and also they want a substantial restructuring of the way the financial aspect of any deal is to be implemented there's a bit of a gap between what the government's offering and what the unions want Uh, the gap is between the 8.5% over 2.5 years offered by the government and the unions want a 12.5% Uh, pay increase there Uh, both sides have indicated their willingness to return to the wrc and then also on the front of the irish times i'm sure this will affect a lot of you this morning a cap on private jets at dublin airport and uh, what they're saying here is that a potential freeze on private planes at dublin airport will greatly hinder foreign direct investment in ireland that's according to the irish ambassador to the US so the whole idea is that you would cap the amount of uh, private jets coming in to Dublin airport because of the passenger cap there but the uh, US ambassador Geraldine Byrne nason is uh, raising concerns over the potential curtailment particularly business jets so business people flying into Ireland uh, and this is going to impact foreign direct investment according to the ambassador the Irish sun I drank 81 pints in three days. Uh, And this isn't someone who's worried about their health. It's a brag. This is a stout superfan who's told of knocking back 81 pints of Guinness over three days. Sean Bryan's bender saw him down more than 13 times the weekly recommended units of alcohol. Uh, He previously drank 78 pints in three days. And he says that the session left him a bit tired. I can imagine. I can imagine the head as well after 81 pints in three days. Now, there are critics of him in the sun saying that it is stupidity at its finest as well. So, uh, obviously, people warning of the danger don't try this at home or in the pub, drinking 81 pints in three days. Uh, and they're calling it a Guinness record because he's drinking pints of Guinness. That's the front. Of the Sun. Inside that paper, of course, everyone thinking of Ashley Murphy's family today on the second anniversary of her death. And the Sun tells us that Ashley Murphy's family and friends are going to retrace her last steps. Um, And what they will do is they'll take part in a commemorative walk along the canal this afternoon. There's also mass in Duro as we heard, and they'll start their walk from Digbury Bridge at 3.15pm and finish up at Ashling's Memorial Shrine on the banks of the Grand Canal. Also in the sun, they're talking about the lotto. uh, And if you are someone who plays the lotto, you will probably be aware that we have another rollover. Players failed to win the top prize for the 24th time in a row. And now Bernard Durkin, the TD, is going to raise the issue once again in the doll. He says that lotto rollovers have to be capped out of fairness for all the players. £12.5 million euros up for grabs on Saturday night because the jackpot wasn't scooped on Wednesday. It started out... Back in October, still hasn't been won. Started out at 2 million, now 12 million. And Bernard Durkin says there's a case for a cap on the number of times the jackpot can be rolled over. Uh, The lotto says it's an unpredictable game of chance. Elsewhere in the papers, the most viewed TV shows of twenty twenty three have been revealed, and not surprisingly, it's the Late Late Toy Show, the most watched programme this year. The star tells us that the Toy Show again outperformed all other shows, with over one and a half million people tuning in for it. Also, Patrick Hilty's hosting of the New Year's Eve show saw him feature in the top fifty most watched programs for a third time. Other big shows from last year, the Dublin riots, back in November, uh, over half a million people tuned into Primetime that night. Night and also uh, 790,000 people tuned into the nine o'clock news that night. Obviously, as the uh, videos uh, and the images started emerging on social media, 42 RTE programmes are in the top 50, uh, including Dancing with the Stars, Fair City. And the Rose of Tralee as well. The Rugby World Cup, obviously, people watching that on Orti and Virgin in big numbers. In the Times of London, we're told that children are using anti-aging products. Just incredible. And there's a warning that it can damage children's sensitive skin. Uh, Youngsters are seeing expensive products being advertised on social media and they're asking their parents to buy them. So instead of children just sort of washing their face, twice a day, uh, maybe a bit of sun cream on them. Young people apparently are adopting complicated skincare programs and they're following online trends when really they should seek medical help for things like uh, teenage spots because there's a lot of very popular, expensive brands popular on TikTok and now we've children going out. Um, There's one example here from a dermatologist who says, I recently saw a 14 year old in my clinic who was concerned about crow's feet. 14 years of age, worried about that and really just washed the face. And a bit of sun cream is the advice for young people. Final story comes from the star. Eight out of ten Irish people look back over photographs as a way of lifting their spirits, which is quite interesting because I know for other people, they find it quite depressing looking over old photographs, particularly if um, it reminds them of something. Or maybe there's a, a loved one who has now died but this is new research carried out by a photo printing specialist so I suppose shock horror a photo specialist says people should look back on photos the survey explores the important roles of photographs in our lives including the way our photo collections can help us to reflect on the year gone by and I presume it's a physical photo as well rather than looking back on your phone although hard enough now to get photographs printed and you know to it's rare that you see someone with the camera uh, with a film in it as well. The research found that creating a memory to look back on is the main reason 78% of people take a photo in the first place with 32% admitting they browse their photos every day uh, and 39% say they pore over their gallery at least once a week to spark feelings of nostalgic joy wouldn't you love to have the time that some of these people have to pour over photographs all day every day and for most people who take pictures it's who's in the frame that makes the photo count with 63% opting to capture family moments most frequently and just 2% admit they fill their camera roll with selfies so never mind what you see on Instagram actually people don't uh, fill their camera roll with selfies it's pictures of their family. And things like that. You can read more about that in the Star. Now, those are the stories making the headlines. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk.